0: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at Current.Tech. Want to learn how to be an entrepreneur?
1: You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations, willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss. By listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran.
2: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Entrepreneur Effect. This is Dush Ramachandran, and my guest today is Terry Beard, who is the author of the new book, Squelched. Finding My Voice, and he is also the founder of Beard Frame Shops and Frame Central Stores and Beard's online picture framing and so on. So, and he's recently uh, co-founded this organization called MaxDaddy.com, which we'll talk about in a second. Welcome, Terry. Well, thank you very much, Duke, for having me on your show. It's a pleasure. So, um... You know the 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 book is primarily what we're we're going to be talking about um, now. It has a very interesting premise where you say uh, the title of the book is "Squelched Finding My Voice," uh, and uh, you talk in the book about uh, how you inspire leaders to live a happier and more meaningful life by finding their true voice. So let me ask you a question. Um, what do you mean when you see when you say their true voice? Um, do you feel like people are often speaking in a voice that is not theirs? Are they saying things that they don't really believe in? Uh, or uh, where does the true voice come in?
3: The true voice, I think, it's people who've overcome glossophobia, which is the fear of public speaking. And the more and more they overcome the fear of public speaking, they have regained self, self esteem and self confidence, and then they become their authentic selves. They're not afraid to speak up and communicate to that to which they believe in. Okay, and so,
2: um, so what are some of the some of the prescriptions? How how does
3: how does someone find their true voice? Well, the thing that I did some 18 years ago is that I had. A friend who suggested that I overcome my fear of public speaking but first of all I recognized that I had a problem and at the same time I said I need to develop that skill and I was encouraged to join Toastmasters and I happened to have joined the Toastmaster Club that was a very safe harbor. one person took me by the hand wouldn't let me stop Coming to the meetings, insisted that I hang in there. And then in a short time, I felt secure, confident. I was supported and encouraged. And that's what it takes to have one find their voice. Okay. And so uh,
2: let's, let's look a little bit uh, behind your motivation in writing the book. Uh, often people you know, come to write a book as a result of some revelation or some epiphany that they've come upon themselves. So what was the what was the discovery? What was the epiphany that you came upon that caused you to write the book?
3: Well, I knew that I had been suffering from the fear of public speaking. I had heard it. Everybody hears it. Most of us would rather be in the coffin to give the eulogy. I was always holding back, avoiding being called upon at school or to get up to speak to my colleagues and I was having other people speak for me. And as a father of two young boys, I thought if I want them to find their voices, I need to find mine first. And that was the first thing that really motivated me as I wanted to create a legacy so my sons would not have the fear of public speaking.
2: Okay. And so um, you, you took uh, a Toastmasters uh, you, you, you started with Toastmasters, and that helped you um, develop your speaking skills. How did you get opportunities to speak on stage? Um, or is it necessary to speak on stage, or is it just uh, the opportunity to speak to people that you don't really know where, very
3: well? Uh, I, I think it's it's all of that. To speak on stage at Toastmasters, uh, it's not so much a stage. It's, it's a room, and you're at the... Standing up in front of the room Either at a podium Or you're not using a podium Or a lectern That's an opportunity We're up on our feet to speak Is that answering your question?
2: Yeah No, my my question is really more um, How did you get uh, Other than speaking at Toastmasters events Presumably you spoke to Other audiences Other gatherings um, And Right, so i'm I'm just trying to get to how does one so so let's say I'm deathly afraid of speaking uh, publicly. And so I take a Toastmaster's course, and now I'm filled with confidence. where do how do I make the transition from speaking at a Toastmasters uh, club event, which is a friendly audience, and people are all there to encourage you, to speaking at an event where perhaps, the audience is not quite so friendly. I mean, it's just people who don't know you, and they're not there to support you, and they're not in the same position. They're looking for information. They're looking for something else. How do you make that transition? Uh, and then how do you get invited to speak
3: at those events? Well, a couple of things. When well, you've been a Toastmaster for a good period of time, other people in the group recognize that you have the ability to public speak and you have a skill set. In my case, of small business entrepreneur and entrepreneur organizations here in Portland, for example, would want me to speak, to get up, and to encourage other entrepreneurs. And one of the things that I talk about is not only your idea and the people around you to execute, it's being able to be a good public speaker to convey your message. So there's invitations there, and the more that you work with different entrepreneur groups other Toastmaster groups there's all kinds of groups that are looking rotary clubs there's all kinds of groups that are looking for good speakers all the time the word gets out
2: okay and so um, other than networking through word-of-mouth is there uh, is there perhaps a resource somewhere that people can go to uh, because a lot of our listeners uh, are people who are entrepreneurs, business owners, and so on, and many of them, if not most of them, would want to develop their skills in public speaking. So other than taking, uh, you know, become becoming a member of the Toastmasters Club, uh, how would they – I mean, and also there's this word of mouth that spreads from people knowing you and saying, oh, Terry – you know, just spoke at our Toastmasters. He's a pretty good guy. So you should invite him to speak. Uh, other than that, is there are there other resources? Is there a directory of um, organizations that are looking for people to speak at their events? Um, or do you just cold call? Uh, do, you, do you call your neighborhood lo- local Rotary Club or Lions Club or JC's and say, hey, can I come speak at your events? Um, again, I can imagine for people who are afraid of public speaking uh, approaching a club like that or an organization and volunteering to speak can also be a very threatening very intimidating experience Um, how do you how do you conquer that what what's your suggestion
3: well a couple of things there's the national speakers association there's members in every large city across the country and smaller cities as well and those people that are well-known in those speakers' organizations always are looking for other good speakers. So that hap- happens by itself through, through networking. But we had a case the other day at a Rotary Club, and I belong to a Rotary Club that had two hundred, that has over 250 members. And the person was there on a great topic, and they had great content, but they really hadn't taken any public speaking courses and for a group that size, it really, I think, behooves people to go to Dale Carnegie Speaking Seminars, which is a 12-week course. I've taken that one as well. And then also Toastmasters is the place we go to develop the skill set before we reach out to these different organizations and ask for a speaking uh, slot, if you will. Because if we're not ready, we won't be called back, and then that word won't get out to the other groups that are looking for great speakers.
2: Okay. All right. And so, um, in the book, um, squelched, finding my voice. Now, when you when you when you title the book squelched, it suggests that um, you know, early in your in your career or in your life, perhaps you felt as though you weren't given an opportunity to speak. Your your voice was squelched, and you were then able to find your voice, develop it, and then speak. So can you speak to any of the um, instances? Again, this is we, we just have a minute in this segment. So uh, very quickly, do you have any instances where perhaps you wanted to speak but couldn't because you didn't have the opportunity to?
3: Well, in the second grade, I was the, the class assembly MC for first through eighth grades, week after week. And then after several weeks, the mother superior at the schoolhouse said you have bad deportment on the school grounds and it doesn't comport with what we need as a leader at our Friday class assemblies. So we're going to ask you to sit down. Essentially, I was benched and that's in the second grade. And then the next time I got up to speak was my first year of junior college, which was another experience, which maybe we can talk about later.
2: Sure. Okay. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Terry Beard. Don't go away.
1: Stay tuned for more of the Entrepreneur Effect when we return. Catholic Charities is committed to providing life's basic needs. We thank you for bringing us all here today, letting these people understand how Catholic Charities runs and how important these people are, and we ask you to guide them to protect them and keep them here forever because this community needs them. Visit www.catholiccharitiesusa.org charitiesusa.org to learn more.
4: There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. Webmaster Radio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, Rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors.
1: You are experiencing the Entrepreneur Effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran.
2: And welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. And my guest today is Terry Beard, who is the author of the new book, Squelched, Finding My Voice, um, where he talks about how to equip readers to overcome self-doubt and take ownership of both the small and large stages in their lives. So, Terry, before the, the last break, in the last segment, we were talking about, um, you know, your your early attempts at speaking and uh, when that didn't prove so successful. So going back to that that experience in second grade that you that you mentioned, uh, what kind of effect did that have on you when when you were benched and you were uh, asked to step down from speaking at the assembly? Uh, what effect did that have on you, and how did that affect you as you went into you know junior college and you know high school and so on?
3: Well, what had happened when I was benched, it wasn't my lack of ability in the second grade to be a good speaker. It was my recess uh, deportment that got me benched, if you will. And the other piece of it, I was labeled as not good enough. I was a bad boy. And since I was labeled, I didn't really have a good opportunity to really reclaim my stature and my self-esteem and self-confidence slowly eroded And I went through school just by getting by. And it was very difficult. Both my folks worked and they worked at the paper mill at the different factories in Vancouver, Washington. And they weren't really tooled up to go to the schoolhouse to help me sort this out. So I just barely got through high school. I graduated 467th out of 505. And I received my high school diploma the junior college in my hometown of vancouver had to accept me and one of the requirements was at the junior college that freshmen needed to take a speech class well i was literally quaking in my boots because i was scared to death but if i didn't get through this class of speech i was going to get drafted and that was during the vietnam war era sure of course uh, like many people i really didn't want to go there i got up and the words wouldn't come and then the teacher said That's the worst speech I've ever heard. So I basically flunked the class, withdrew from school, reinforced that I'm not good enough. My self-esteem, my self-confidence is certainly in the basement. And now I'm going on 20 years of age and wondering where I'm gonna go when I was drafted. And it took me another 30 years before I finally figured out I really need to get to Toastmasters, public speaking schools of any type to regain my self-confidence and self-esteem so I could become a public speaker. Excellent,
2: excellent. So,
3: um,
2: once you developed your speaking skills, and once you uh, went to Toastmasters and uh, you know shook off your fear of public speaking, um, how did that impact? your business life? Did that, uh, or did that have an impact at all on your business life? Because generally, you know, people tend to, there's a group of people who think public speaking is very good and certainly helpful in business. There's another group of people, perhaps the people who are afraid to speak in public who feel like, Well, you know, business is business. As long as I do well in business, I don't really need to speak in public. Uh, I'm okay speaking one-on-one to another person, but I'm afraid to, you know, get up in front of a a room full of people and, you know, essentially be on display. And so I think for for many of our listeners who are in that position, I think it would be helpful to hear from you as to how – what an impact! Learning to speak in public and shaking off your fear of public speaking impacted your business life and your career.
3: Yes, this is where you may have to stop me, just because in my book I've written two pages about the benefits of being a good public speaker and the gift keeps on giving. And I was just reading an article again that I saved. Warren Buffett says that anyone who can do well with public speaking or at public speaking immediately enhances an essential skill to their value by 50%. A lot of people start out in business, they get a promotion, maybe they get another one, and then a lot of other people get stuck. But the people who have the ability to get on their feet to speak and persuade an audience, know how to use the the dictionary, they develop the vocabulary, they paint with words. And the more and more that we have the art of public speaking, letting go of the fear of public speaking, our confidence grows. And we're rewarded with self-confidence and self-acceptance, and other people feel that, and people admire that, and you bring people in rather than push people away. We become more active, we have more personal insight, we're more self-aware, we become better listeners. It's also we have the ability to be humorous when we talk with other people. It gives us social confidence. It's like it's a a form of dancing, if you will. And when we write, yeah, yeah, I could go on with the benefits. And it's just something we don't talk about in our society. And you can tell that I'm passionate about it because... I think we need to have a movement in this country to get everybody on their feet to speak, and we all become better communicators because we feel better about ourselves.
2: Okay. And so um, the other thing that I was very interested to uh, learn about you was that you started studying French. And, um, <laughs> yes. And so are you a fluent French speaker now?
3: Uh, I would say this way, uh, the same person that encouraged me, Dr. Richard, who encouraged me to overcome the fear of public speaking, at about the same time, suggested to me when I was just short of 50, you go to Paris all the time, because that's where you spent your career in the Army for a couple of years, and then I've been going back year after year, and Dr. Richard said, well, why don't you study French? And I said, well, everybody speaks English that's smart in, in Paris. And so. I started studying French, and I'm graded on a scale from 1 to 8. I'm graded as a 6, and that is way beyond tourist level. It's not perfect, but I'm a good Salted B student, and I was just in Paris a week or two ago for a week, and I only spoke French. I mean, I do speak conversational French, read French newspapers. That feels good. I, mean, I go Excellent. to Rotary Club meetings and Toastmaster meetings in France.
2: That is fantastic. So, um, so again, now we have we have about three minutes left in this segment. So, uh, tell us, if you will, uh, how how that has impacted your business. Um, you know, the ability to speak another language uh, with a level of fluency that you can stand up in front of a room of people that you don't know and speak to them, or speak at a Rotary Club in Paris. Um, in French, um, has that had any impact on your business? Is that, uh, has that been able to open new doors for you?
3: Absolutely. People, I don't know if you speak a second language or if you have learned one, a second language, you know, as an adult. But when you learn a second language at adult, it really brings out the little boy or the little girl in us. And we communicate and people admire us. Uh, The French people admire the fact that I'm getting up on my feet to speak in in French and then they ask me, geez, you do a really good job. When did you start? And I say, well, I was turning 50. And they go, wow, we can start learning how to speak another language at any age. It's just not reserved for childhood. And We've heard that. Oh, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. And it leads me. It's just never too late. That's part of the essence of my book. And how has it helped me in my business? If I need to get a hold of somebody to make a connection, like I'll be doing with Max Daddy, looking for a licensee in France, the doors will be open to me because I've met a number of people that I know and they know me.
2: Excellent. So we have we have a minute to go in this segment. Um, talk to us about. We've we've talked briefly about Max Daddy. Uh, you mentioned uh, you mentioned the company name. Um, Tell us, what does Max Daddy do, and um, how, how might that be an interesting opportunity?
3: I think it's a great opportunity. It has to do with the hemp, which is part of the cannabis family, and it's on the male side of the plant, and it's not regulated. And there's an oil, CBD, Charlie, Bravo, David. And on the other side, the female side of it is the THC, is the stuff that gets us high, if you will. The CBD oil that we use in products is not regulated because we have less than 0.3% of the THC. And so we have prepared, and we have a website, maxdaddy.com, which describes our products, but these are for dogs that take them, and it calms a lot of people, a lot of dogs down. People, too, I imagine, but I'm not sure. I haven't tried it, but Dogs use it, and depending on their weight, it says on the package how much they should eat each day, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it is a remedy. CBD oil has been used in Chinese medicine for hundreds upon hundreds of years, and it's now being used by lots of uh, people here in America. And there's other companies. There are competition, but it's it's a fun business, and it really helps the dogs feel better.
2: Great. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Terry Beard. Stay tuned.
3: Stay tuned for
1: more of the entrepreneur effect when we return.
4: There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. Webmasterradio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business to business podcast network through iHeartRadio, iTunes, WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for webmasterradio.fm.
0: Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com.
1: You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran.
2: Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Terry Beard, who's the author of the new book, Squelched. Finding My Voice, and he's also the co-founder of MaxDaddy.com, which is uh, a manufacturer of uh, treatables for uh, dogs, primarily, uh, using uh, CBD oil. Um, so, Terry, you know, this is, this is a pretty exciting journey that you've been on, and you've done some very interesting things. What are you most excited about for the future?
3: Well, I enjoy business, and I was talking to Dr. Richard recently, a clinical psychologist, recently made four or five years ago as I'm turning 71 this month. I said, you know, where am I going in the future? And I said, I like some different things that I'm doing. He said, what did you really enjoy doing when you were 11, 12 years old? I said, I really enjoyed putting together business ideas. And I really enjoy putting together businesses. Max, Daddy, I'm involved in three or four other companies, but primarily it's squelched helping other people. I found my voice and I've been rewarded with an amazing amount of community and connectivity with other people. And so as a Rotarian also for 25 years, I've been involved in community service. I have found something that I can do that I enjoy so much that I'd like to create a movement that, that Public speaking is a course that's required by everyone in America, kindergarten through 12th grade, each and every quarter of school, that we have reading, writing, arithmetic. The fourth R would be rhetoric, communication. And I think we would be a better society because in Toastmasters, we watch the words that we use with and at one another. We increase our vocabularies. We become better writers, better communicators. And when we feel better about ourselves, we feel better with one another. Rosa Parks said, I'm not moving. And I have been talking to different administrators and schools and professors. And this is something that we're not talking about, Desh, in our society. And that is the fear of public speaking exceeds 75, might even run in some parts of the country at 90, 95%. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's a big number of people that are afraid to get up and speak. Sure. And um, so you've
2: you've uh, created the book. You've put it out there. Is it is it available
3: everywhere books are sold? Uh, currently, it's sold online on Barnes & Noble and at Amazon.com. Okay. That's where it is right now. Okay. And I do have a, a website. that's
2: squelchedbook.com. Squelchedbook.com. Okay. And if any of our listeners uh, who might have been intrigued by uh, either the book or by your um, talking about Max Daddy, if they, if they were to uh, want to be in contact with you, what would be the best way for them to do that?
3: If they go to squelchedbook.com, there's
2: contact information to reach me. Okay, and uh, that's would that be the best way for them to engage with you?
3: If they, they can email me or they can call me, whichever they prefer. Okay, very good.
2: Well, Squelched Finding My Voice is is available right now wherever books are sold, in BarnesandNoble.com and Amazon.com. So check it out. Terry, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure having you.